Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast where sexy motherhood taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and jade egg coach and tantric sex teacher, all-around pleasure and prosperity advocate and mama of two. If you are looking to get the spark back in your sex life and relationship, if you'd like to revive desire and feel sexy again without hormones, years of therapy, or trying things that don't feel authentic in the bedroom, then download my free Ignite Your Desire e-guide at www www.tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. This episode is brought to you by the Centrally Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back. In case you didn't know, there's a day before Valentine's Day every year that's called Self Love Day. I didn't even know this until last year for some reason. And today, because it's, you know, the beginning of February, I wanted to put out an episode on out of the box ways to love yourself. This is not a self care episode. Uh, so let's just be clear that there's a very large difference between self care and self love. Self care is like the things that you do for yourself to actually take care of your physical, mental and emotional body. But self love is something that is all an internal game, right? And it's really about how you approach yourself and how you feel being in your body and your sexuality really rooted here on this earth right now. So if you're not someone into the commercialism of Valentine's Day, I'm, I've never really celebrated it, to be honest, but this holiday can serve as a really great reminder, whether you're single or not, uh, for self-love day. So it is a great reminder that you are the only one who can love you enough to make you feel whole, that there is no relationship partner, there's no epic lovemaking that can ever be a replacement for self-love. So those things come and they go. I have had those things. I've had epic connected sex. I've had epic relationships and somehow they always come and go. And you're the only one that's ever has, that is going to have to live with you forever. And, you know, from day one, from when you're born to when you die. So it's pretty easy to say that learning how to love yourself is the single most important thing that you need to learn how to do as a human to live a happy, joyful life. <laughs> okay. So without further ado, here are my 11 out of the box ways to love yourself more this self-love day, which is on February 13th. All right. The first is to learn who you really are. Oh, this is so many of the women that I work with one-on-one and in my group programs is that they don't know who they really are. They don't understand their inner psychology, what makes up their ego, what makes up their uh, spiritual soul aspects as well. And one way that I really like to put it is that there's so many different parts and pieces of us that we create um, as either inner protectors uh, or parts and pieces of us that are here to help us, you know, thrive in some way or another. But growing up, there's parts and pieces of us that tend to not be so helpful that can keep us down, stuck in our ways, stuck in unhealthy patterns later on in life, if we never go back 
to deal with those parts and pieces. This is what some therapists, some psychologists call parts work. And it is really getting to know the true self and being able to distinguish your true self, your higher self, uh, an empowered version of yourself from um, parts of yourself that will keep you stuck where you're at and unhappy in your life. So what does learning who you really are even mean? To me, when I went through coaching school and lots of therapy and trauma resolution coaching, what I discovered was that learning who I am inside isn't about learning, oh, what hobbies do I like? (laughs) Or what are the things that I like to do? No, learning who I am was truly understanding my internal environment, my internal world. And it had nothing to do with all of those, you know, basic things, right? Like your hobbies can change over time, but these parts and pieces, this parts work, the lost self, the false self, the inner child, uh, the negative Nancy, the inner nun, you know, all of these parts and pieces. I even have a unicorn sparkles self. So (laughs) there's all of these parts and pieces that make up our ego, that make up our character. And then there's, you know, your true self, which might be an empowered version of you that you want to live from. I like to call it my inner queen. And getting to know yourself is getting all of these parts and pieces in alignment with your higher self or that empowered self, which is for me, my inner queen. That's what learning who you really are is. So if you really want to learn how to love yourself, you've got to start with learning who you are, learning all of these parts and pieces. The second thing is to form a relationship with the inner child and her unmet needs. Oh, yes. I found that inner child dynamics are the most important piece of this parts work of getting to know yourself that is needed in order to live a happy, healthy life where you can actually achieve your goals and desires for your life. And especially when it comes to health, your relationships, your sex life, your love life, those sorts of things. This is because all wounding takes place when either there was a lack of love or a perceived lack of love at some point when you were growing up. And if you don't have that internal self-love, if you can't love your inner child enough to meet her own needs, then she is going to act out. She's going to throw a freaking tantrum. She's going to have all of these you know, ways of being and behaviors that you're completely unconscious of until you reach some point, some breaking point in your current relationship or with your partner, uh, or maybe in a past relationship that ended up leading to a breakup because one of you wasn't willing to go deep enough into this level of work to learn how to work with your inner child and learn how to love her. So you've got to form a relationship with your inner child and to meet her own needs because there ain't no parent, no caregiver, no nobody that can go back in time and love her enough to meet her needs except you, my dear. Okay. Number three, stop trying to get rid of the parts of yourself that you don't like and learn to accept those parts as the protectors that they actually are. There's so much around self berating around, Oh, I just wish I could get rid of that thing. I just wish I could stop doing that thing. And the key 
to self-love is to stop trying to get rid of these pieces. Because when you dive deep enough, what you really find is that you created them to protect you at some point in your life, to protect you, to make sure you were safe, that you got the love that you needed, or that you could belong within your family. So approaching them as if you want to get rid of them can be overwhelming and will often make uh, that part even louder. So it will often make you feel like you're at war with yourself, like you can't be at peace with yourself, like you can't be in a room that's silent because that part starts screaming and all you can hear is that part. And that's no way to deal with things that's actually healthy. So you've got to learn to stop trying to get rid of these parts and pieces, but to approach them with compassion, acceptance, and understanding why they are there in the first place. That is self-love. <laughs> if there's epitome of it, a definition that I could give you right there is approaching unwanted parts and pieces of you with compassion, acceptance, and eventually love and being able to forgive yourself is what self-love is. Okay. All right. The fourth one is a little less um, out there, right? A little more practical, but the fourth one is to treat yourself the way that you would want others to treat you. If you are a people pleaser or an overgiver, it's likely that you know how to treat others, how you want to be treated. You're amazing at the golden rule. You're so amazing at it. In fact, that you do the golden rule at the expense of yourself. Uh, So you're great at it, but it's unlikely that you treat yourself with the same care and the same grace as you do uh, with your partner, with your kids, with whatever loved ones you might have. Okay. The fifth one is to stop stuffing yourself, starving yourself and numbing yourself. Okay. If you really want to love yourself, then stop doing those things. It's amazing how many women uh, stuff themselves with food, starve themselves with food because they do not have acceptance of their body whatsoever, or they don't do those things, but they just completely numb themselves out with a glass of wine or two or three or four every single night or some other substance. So loving yourself means that you stop treating your body that way. Your body cannot maintain that for so long without it freaking out, getting sick, developing some sort of dis-ease. So stop doing that, okay? If you really want to love yourself, you need to feed your body with healthy, nutritious foods that make you feel more alive, not fast food. Um, I became vegan in June 2020, and ever since, it's just been like this huge up level in my own cellular biology. And, you know, so this can be super, super powerful to choose. I mean, maybe you don't need to go vegan, but I would highly recommend it. But if you're not to at least up level your food and how you treat your body, what you put into your body and to stop numbing yourself so that you don't feel anything. Okay. Loving yourself can be as simple as just freaking taking care of your body in a higher way than you normally do. Not the self-carry way where, you know, you're just going to this one time choose a healthier meal. No, all the time, like making a radical commitment to like, of course I would treat my body that way. Of course, this is what I would do. Of course I would exercise at least three times a week. It's not even a freaking question. Okay. All right. Number six 
is to stop taking life so seriously and to play flirt and then to play more playfulness. There is often an aspect of our inner child that is supportive to our deepest goals and desires and bringing her out, letting her play, letting her have a seat at the table, letting her have fun and being silly and being crazy and flirting and just having a damn good time. Uh, that's what the inner child is good for, but letting her have all of the control and the power, usually not a very good idea, but she is amazing for coming out and bringing that beautiful personality, that awesome part of our ego out to have more fun and to connect with others and to stop taking life so seriously. So if that means painting, if it means uh, going in the treehouse with your kids and playing with them, if it means riding your bike, whatever it means for you, just go play more and stop taking life seriously all the time. And then number seven is to be fiercely consistent with your boundaries. If you want to practice loving yourself more, then your boundaries must become consistent. Okay. Some of us just absolutely suck with boundaries. If you absolutely suck with them, then you need to start just saying no, you need to learn how to say no. But if you're already pretty good with them, then it's about the consistency that matters that loving yourself means that it's not just sometimes I'm consistent and committed to my boundaries. It is all times (laughs) it's consistent. So being super consistent. Okay. Number eight is to stop caring what others think and to be more you than you have ever been, than you've ever given yourself permission to be. We spend so much of our lives trying to be accepted, trying to prove ourselves to other people, trying to get all of the accolades, all of the letters and the acronyms behind our names. We spend so much of our lives trying to blend in that sometimes we stop prioritizing and stop really showing our true self and what we really think and how we really feel because we're afraid that we're not going to belong and that we're not going to be loved, that we might not be safe if we show who we truly are. So making that commitment to just be yourself and to just stop giving shit. (laughs) This is a beautiful thing about older women, right? Older women tend to have that ability to just be themselves more without caring so much about what other people think because they've lived enough to know that that's dumb and it's a waste of time. So just stop doing it. Stop caring. (laughs) Okay. Number nine is to ask for help more often. If you truly love yourself, utilize the help that is already there for you. If you would just make the ask, often women will take on so much responsibility and be the overgiver and the people pleaser that you forget that help is even there, that your kids are probably more capable of doing things than you think they are. And so is your partner. And when you don't ask for help, you're robbing someone else of the opportunity and the joy that could be had of seeing your desires fulfilled. So make the ask, give other people the opportunity to make you happy. (laughs) Sometimes people actually want to do that for you. They want to help you out. Okay. Number 10 is to keep taking steps towards your goals and desires, and don't be afraid to invest in support needed to achieve them. Okay. If you have a goal, if you have a desire, if it is, you know, finding a new house, if it is, 
transitioning into a different career, or if it's starting a business, or if it's having a more fantastic sex life, or if it is working on your relationship and intimacy issues, then understand that there are steps to take, right? There, I mean, I'm not even going to go into all of those steps you can take because that's not the point of this podcast. But if you are to sit down and write out the steps you know that you need to take to get to where you want to be, just keep checking them off and don't judge yourself for how long it might be taking you, but just come up with a plan and be like, okay, this is what I need to do next. This is what I need to do next. And if it's around your sexuality and you like, I've been meaning to buy a freaking jade egg from Tilly for so long, then uh, you go on my website, you buy the damn jade egg, and then you sign up for my essentially embodied woman course eventually, because you know, that's the natural next step you need to get where you want to be. <laughs> okay. Now, number 11 is to do something that scares the shit out of you. <laughs> What a way to love yourself, huh? Uh, doing something that scares you is so important because it means that you're breaking out of your comfort zone and you are growing into, um, into the unknown. You are learning to expand your nervous system's capacity to be with uncertainty. And it is so important to be able to do that if you really want to change your life, if you really want to love yourself more, if you really want to be so in love with your life and who you are that you're not afraid to step out into the world fully confident and owning it. Because maybe at some point you picked up the message that if you fully did love yourself and you stepped out fully confident, then people would judge you or they'd be jealous of you uh, or they'd come after you, all of that stuff. But you've got to learn to get over those fears and to do it anyway. That's stepping into thriving when you can increase your nervous system's capacity to be with things that feel uncomfortable because they are new. <laughs> It's a must. You've got to do that to grow, to expand, and to transform your life and to be able to really drop into true self love. Okay, if you are loving this content, then I would love for you to download my Ignite Your Desire e guide and to take the pleasure audit quiz over at www.tillystorm.com forward slash e guide. Uh, if you read my e guide, I explain in such detail all of the ways that it takes to really change and to transform um, into being able to love yourself more. And just know that all of my programs even though they are about sex, they are so much more about just life, right? Right. Like really learning to love yourself, not just sex, because when it comes to sexuality, the things that change your sexuality are all of these, these things, getting to know who you really are, <laughs> forming a relationship with an inner child, uh, stop trying to get rid of parts and pieces of you that you don't like and learn to accept them because it's all of these things, all of these heavy emotions that we have, all of these inner wounds that keep us from being able to experience the pleasure and the orgasmic experiences that we really want in our sex lives and relationships anyway. So the early bird bonuses are already gone, uh, too late. Oh, well, uh, but if you'd like to apply for the March round, then you have to do so by March 2nd. If you are absolutely serious and a hundred percent committed to removing all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body this spring. So head to tillystorm.com, download the e-guide, take the pleasure audit quiz. And if you want to learn more about my programs and offerings, uh, you can head to the essentially embodied woman and read about my group program there. All right, my loves, see you next week and happy self-love day.